local, dependable. Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. did nothing wrong your morals are very very low and you just use an ethnic slur joking around you are you okay with that you think the jewish community is okay with what you said sam the fact that i walk in and say hey i'm gonna have to jew you down is not an ethnic slur that has nothing to do i'm not referring okay i'm not referring to the jewish community community okay i use that term as an adjective, as a descriptive word of bargaining them down. So that was Monday. Uh, that was in the county commission committee meeting on Monday. We talked about this extensively on Tuesday. It has since received more local attention and national attention, even international attention. Uh, Newsweek.com picked it up. MSN.com picked it up. The Jerusalem Post picked it up. Um, and lots of outlets across Florida had picked it up as well. You know, Santa Rosa County Commissioner uses that, defends use of ethnic slur, that kind of thing is how that all went. All right, so then yesterday in the meeting, and I I told you I thought it was going to I thought Sam would say something. I thought he might apologize. And I thought it was still going to be a bit of a madhouse. Nevertheless, here's how things started. First thing in the meeting, Sam sitting in for Colton Wright, who was in D.C. working on the naval uh, field possibility. Uh, it's it basically he's acting as the chairman. I want to take a moment to address the video that was shown during Monday's meeting. The surveillance video showed me inside a general rental center in Milton during January of this year. During my conversation with the cashier, I used a figure of speech that I've since learned has a history of being meant to be derogatory towards Jewish people. At the time that I made the statement, I had absolutely no intent of saying anything offensive or derogatory towards any group of people or any individuals. I'm sorry for the pain or suffering that my statement caused to anyone, and I hope that you'll accept my sincere apology. Also want to publicly apologize to the county attorney, Tom Danheiser. <clears throat> Tom, I know you're Jewish, and I'm sorry for using that phrase in your presence during Monday's meeting when we were discussing the item, and I hope you'll accept my sincere apology. So here's the thing. I think some people, uh, certainly some people, believe that Sam is just making all this up. He knew it was wrong. He, sh- he knew he shouldn't have said it, but he was kind of confronted with it on Monday, and that's why he did, said what he said. Um, but if you really thought it was offensive, he wouldn't have said it a couple times in the meeting on Monday right in front of Tom. You know what I mean? Like if you thought it was a problem, you wouldn't so easily say it out loud that way. So, you know, I take Sam at his word. I've known Sam quite a while. I, you know, I trust him. Now, it's always possible that, you know, he might have grown up in a culture where you knew you said this word. People say this this term a lot. And um, maybe you kind of suspect that it's not something people say and you kind of decide not to care too much or not to pay too much attention to that that's also possible as well like i said on monday or on tuesday uh i think this is like a one uh, on a 10 scale in terms of racial slurs it's not a zero you know it's not a term that i use but um i don't i don't think it's the biggest problem in the world what was interesting to me then is that dom danheiser county attorney former judge got up and well not got up but he was at you know he's also up on the dais and he spoke yes i'm jewish and during this whole process i've of course had my own thoughts in fact, uh, everyone's entitled to their opinion, but I've been Jewish for 67 years in about two weeks. Uh, my Jewish great-grandfather 
uh, David Dienheiser came here from Germany, had a, a bar down on South Palafox Street. Apparently, had, they had a lot of fun from some newspapers I've read from the day. Ah, nice. My great-great-grandfather, Gerson Forsheimer, came here from Germany and helped establish the first reform synagogue in the state of Florida. That's Temple Bethel. He was one of the original founders. In fact, he was a merchant and had a store here in Milton in the 1860s. And I carry around some script they used to issue from that store. What a fascinating backstory, man. Founders of Temple Beth L. I didn't realize that. Just kind of an interesting thing. Um, just as a total side note, we uh, had today are having uh, the funeral service for Lewis Bear Juniors at Temple Beth L. You know, so just like to kind of put like the whole all of kinds of things into context. So then uh, Tom Danhazer went on to talk about the the video and the comments themselves. I'll share that with you in just a second. Let's get candy in here with traffic on the fives. And it looks like a uh, man four accidents right in a row. This is on Highway 98 and Gulf Breeze. Uh, we started getting texts right away. One's at the Gulf Breeze Hospital headed towards Tiger Point. Now it is blocked. It looks like in both lanes. Most of it Naval Live Oaks and the hospital and it's four right in a row both east and westbound. So that's what that block is. Lanes are closed. As I understand, the traffic's going into the parking lot to go around at the Gulf Breeze Hospital. Another accident at the Atmar Cutoff in Molina, but that's been moved off to the side at the Cumberland Farms. Traffic tips, text 437-1620. This brought to you by Avalon HR. With everything going on, you need Avalon. Uh, it's employing Made Easy. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks, Candy. Back to uh, Tom Danheiser's comments about what Sam Parker had said on Monday and about the video and about his apology he just gave yesterday. You're right. The phrase you use shouldn't be said, and it's, it's good that you apologize. However, if we all honestly look at the video of our lives, we'll all find something, including me, that if it was public, we would regret saying, whether it was intentional or not. I know I would, and I assume most everybody else. Oh, my goodness, yes. <laughs> Nobody wants to be followed around with a, with a camera all the time. The phrase you use is not right, but I've heard it used my whole life from friends, strangers, acquaintances, ones even knew I was Jewish. They never, it was not never used with ill intent. And while it shouldn't be said, I think you need to look in someone's heart and not just some word. Like Chris Rock said, anyone who said, words heard has never been hit punched in the face <laughs> that's exactly right see here's the thing you know uh, remember the stanford list of terms that came out and they told you all the things like for example all the offensive to native american terms like you can't say bury the hatchet you can't say smoke signal you can't say hey chief you know you can't talk about you know um uh, too many uh chiefs not enough indians you know that kind of stuff but I, i'm not saying it's the same what i'm saying is that it's very possible for a person to have an awareness that maybe there are things you ought to be careful about what you say and not connect that up with this particular phrase that I'm using or really believe that that's offensive to a lot of people. And in this case, I don't believe this is offensive to a lot of people. I think there's some people who are very, uh, very good at saying they're very offended by this. And there are other people who are like, what in the world? <laughs> you know, who can, Jewish people who would say that, okay? 437-1620, 437-1620. And then, you know, uh, he went on to talk about how the first time you met Sam, he, um, well, here, I'll play the clip for you because it's, it's really I speak only for, for myself, but I know you're not anti-Semitic. I didn't know you until about a year and a half ago. And the first time I met with you in your office, and it wasn't a prop for me, you had the Israeli flag in your office. That wasn't set there for me. That's something you've had, so it was true to your heart. 
And I judge people by how they treat their fellow man. And I just want to, uh, thanks for the apology. It's not needed for me. I'm not offended. If other people are, that's their right. But I know that uh, you are not a hateful person, so, but I appreciate your comments. So there you go. I mean, I feel like we're done. Now, interestingly, that didn't completely defang the room. Um, yeah, Chris Smith got up, and I had for some reason missed his speech. But uh, And so I said earlier that he wasn't there. He definitely was. I've cut some of those clips now. Uh, he was still as angry and loud as he ever was, which is Chris Smith's speed. I mean, you know, that's how he goes. Um, and so, you know, we'll play some of that for you a little bit later. Um, Sherry Chapman had also, you know, raised a ruckus and one or two other people. Uh, and that was it. It was a much lighter level of conflict than I expected. And um, there you go. I, I think for the most part, we're moving on, but you know, time will tell. It's uh, 719 here on News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. Joining us now, we have Dave Greenwood, Pensacola Beach Safety Chief for Escambia County, with our Beach Report. Hey, Dave, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News, sir. Hey, good morning, Andrew. Happy Friday to you. Happy Friday to you. I saw Alan Strum gave us a, let's see, he said, yellow today, green tomorrow, red on Sunday, I think was his prediction for the weekend. How how is that what you're seeing or thinking? Well, I I won't uh, predict that far in the future. Like <laughs> I know. I say, we we observe in real time to make our decisions then. But I'm on the beach right now. We've got a little bit of shore break coming ashore, and uh, we'll probably be at yellow today. But it looks like it looks like a calm down for the weekend. Uh, we were quite busy last weekend. Uh, last Saturday we had red flags and we did thousands of preventative actions, keeping people out of the water. Then when we switched it to yellow on Sunday, we had a handful of water rescues because, again, nothing prevents people from going in the water when there's a yellow flag. And instead of, or instead of, instead of using reasonable care and caution, they just uh, jump in the water, and, and we uh, mitigate that risk by pulling them out. Like sometimes they think that, you know, red is stop, green is go, and yellow is go faster. <laughs> you know, unfortunately, I think. Um, yeah, it was a huge weekend last weekend. And in, in a situation where it's dangerous, you know, red flags is actually is probably helpful to you because you can just tell them stay, stay, instead of having to watch them all in the water and wait to something to happen, right? Exactly. I mean, we do it preventative it's, uh, because, like I said, we had thousands of people on the beach and we didn't have any incidents. We did have one incident uh, late Saturday, and that was in an area we don't patrol. We had a 13-year-old that was sent to a local hospital for uh, complications of near drowning, or actually a drowning. But uh, um, so, I mean, that, again, you know, that's areas we don't patrol, and uh, um, we we try our best. And we've got eight, almost uh, just over eight miles of beach out here on the county property that we are um, are very, very proactive in preventing injuries. And uh, again, you know, we want people to meet us halfway and. And I, I remember when I was a young child, I'd ask my dad, hey, he said, we're going to the beach. And I was really excited. And I'd say, are we going to the Gulf? And he said, well, if there's surf, we're going to quiet water, son. Wow. Okay. Yeah, but, but, the, but that's safer for sure. That's, that's far safer. You guys have tryouts coming up, right? Yeah, we sure do. Uh, we're happy and uh, we're excited. We expect, uh, we anticipate, hopefully anticipate a large turnout. Uh, We've got five new lifeguards that will be begin their training tomorrow. I'm happy to say we had a nine that completed their training a few weeks ago when they worked Saturday, and they were spectacular. Nice. They were they were complete. They were jumping out of the towel, running out of the towers, preventing people uh, from going in the water in our uh, casino area, and they did an exceptional job. So we're we're uh, excited about five new people that begin tomorrow, and then we're also excited about March 18th, the week from Saturday is our tryouts. 
And if they want more information, then go to Pensacola Beach Lifeguards and uh, find out more. And you can always check flag conditions updated there routinely. Uh, Dave Greenwood, he is the Pensacola Beach Water Safety Chief for Escambia County. And as always, Dave, thank you for what you and your guards do, keeping us safe, keeping the tourism industry thriving, and uh, you know, watching out for us, man. I appreciate it. Thank you very much, Andrew. Have a wonderful weekend, and I'll look forward to talking to you next Friday. Absolutely. 722 here on News Radio 92.3. If you've got a leak, a drip, a weird sound in the wall when you flush the toilet, a water pressure, water temperature problem of any kind, Barberry Plumbing, they'll come fix it. Flat rate pricing by the job, not by the hour, so you know the price beforehand. You don't have to wait till after and see how long it takes. No questions, no surprises. Barberry Plumbing, 477-8782. Here's today's Strength for Life with your host, Pastor James C. Johnson. This weekend is Daylight Savings Time. Be sure to set your clocks ahead one hour so that you don't miss church this Sunday. The idea of Daylight Savings is simply to enjoy the daylight wisely. Jesus said in John 9, 4, and I quote, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. He then explains that he is the light of the world. Morally, our world seems to be getting darker and darker, yet the sinless Son of God remains the bright shining light, offering redemption to the world. Interestingly, in Matthew 5, 16, Christians are called to be light. As we think about daylight savings time, I want to encourage you to let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. That was James C. Johnson. He serves as the pastor of North Stone Baptist Church in Pensacola, Florida. For more Strength for Life, please visit our website, strengthforlife.church. As a small business owner, what keeps you up at night? Just knowing if your email got hacked or your phone system went down, it could cost you thousands in revenue as well as your reputation. That's where Data Revolution comes in with their unique position to take care of you and your business IT support, phone systems, cybersecurity, and more. Secure it and sleep better at night by going to datarevs.com. Winner of the 2021 Best of the Bay for IT support, datarevs.com. Hi, this is Earl Ron. I'm the president of New South Windows Solutions. What I like people to understand about our company is what's unique about us. We manufacture, we install, we guarantee. We go out of our way to make it easy. The most important thing that New South offers is very simple, absolutely true factory direct pricing from our factory to our truck to your driveway. Most of the window companies are either resellers, a wholesaler, a contractor, a distributor, a sales organization. We eliminate those levels of marketing. So you're paying true factory direct pricing. Please take the time to visit NewSouthWindow.com. Call now, 1-800-NEW-WINDOWS. Listen to local talk, national talk, local news, and national news on News Radio Pensacola online, newsradio923.com, or by downloading the News Radio Pensacola mobile app. Thank you, come again. Good morning, 725 Friday. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Ben Scola Morning News. Good to have you with us. Uh, let's go to Candy for traffic before we get to David Wayne in the newsroom. Candy? Uh, some bad accidents in Gulf Breeze and all almost right within a, a row to mostly Naval Live Oaks and then in front of the uh, Gulf Breeze Hospital as well, uh, headed towards Tiger Point. And it's backed up in both directions and it's really backed up. Uh, it looks like westbound for the most part. Uh, and that's where that lane is. The lanes are closed and it looks like they're trying to divert traffic into the parking lot at the hospital in that area so you can go around uh but man careful i i guess avoid that area certainly if you can if you're not already in it but it is backed up quite a bit another accident in molino at the atmore cutoff but it looks like it has been moved into the parking lot at the tom thumb 
Cumberland Farms, 437-1620. If you have traffic tips, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I, I love our listeners so much. Oh, my <laughs> so gosh. Much. Yeah, these Somebody are just texted in and said, uh, Andrew, I caught that Starman reference. And I'm like, I don't want to take credit for something that I don't didn't do on purpose, you know? Don't don't think I'm better than I really am. And he's like, you said the green go fast, red stop, yellow go faster. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that was from Starman. That was from Starman. When he was learning how the how rules drive, worked. Right. The, yeah, That's like, a oh, very that's... underrated great film. It, it I is. loved it. Yeah. it. Isn't it funny how things can sink into yeah. your brain so deep you don't even remember where they go came faster. from? Yeah. Go faster. Yeah. <laughs> David right. Wayne is in the newsroom nice. with our headlines. David? House Republicans say a major energy package is their top legislative priority. Proposals in the measure that would be named H.R. 1 include speeding up the process for energy and mining projects, uh, measures to protect fracking and removing restrictions on natural gas imports and exports. The Pentagon is reportedly funding experiments on animals to learn whether radio frequency waves could be the source of the mysterious ailment called Havana Syndrome. Hundreds of government personnel in places including Havana, Cuba, China have been reporting severe headaches, temporary hearing loss, vertigo, and other problems similar to a TBI. And uh, uh, Yeti is now recalling nearly two million of their coolers and gear cases Uh because of magnets that apparently can come become detached from the items the recall includes the uh, sidekick dry gear case soft backpack cooler m30 soft cooler and uh, the consumer product safety commission says that uh, the the closures on the recalled products can fail which can result in detached magnets and they say the magnets could be uh, a risk of injury or death if you swallow them. So well, don't swallow the magnets. So don't eat the magnets. Don't from eat your the magnets if they fall magnets off. Right. The Yeti coolers. Okay, good, good, got it. All right, David. And that it actually is true for kids. You know, some of those magnetic toys are really dangerous. The the little ball and uh, segment connector ones can be bad because if right. you, you know if you have magnets and you get them in your stomach, they can bunch up your intestines. They can kill you. I mean, it's bad. Okay, so uh, it's not that's not a joking matter. But eating the magnets off the Yetis, that's it's probably easy to avoid and that. Yeti does love their magnets. <laughs> That's true. David, thanks so much for the update. I had mentioned before that Chris Smith, uh, who was the instigator of all this stuff at the county commission meeting, he showed up yesterday. And um, I'm not going to play everything that he said. Um, it's it's loud. It's very Chris Smith-like. Um, he basically, he, I mean, he started off with a total insult. But um, here's, where, here's some of what he said. The fact that you haven't resigned yet is pretty ridiculous. You have embarrassed our county you've embarrassed them over and over and over again it just came to fruition over this one comment i think he meant fruition but everybody misspeaks sometimes when you go into a local small business sam as the county commissioner and you try to ask them to get discounts over and over again they don't think it's a joke they think there's going to be repercussions if they don't give you a discount as a county commissioner and if you really cared about this county You'd want those small businesses to do well. You wouldn't be trying to get them down on their prices. They're not overcharging you. You're not special. You don't get a better price because you're a county commissioner. So, again, it's the question of whether he was joking or serious. But Sam did say he asks for a discount, asks for the best price. That's his habit in real estate and negotiating and anything else. And I I actually almost agree with Chris on this one. I do think that when you're in a position of political authority, like, you know, if you're a law enforcement officer or if you're an elected official, um, you do have to be very careful not to even give the hint 
that people ought to do you a favor in exchange for whatever implied hinted at, you know, metaphorical benefit they might get out of it. I actually agree with him about that part. Um, I, I still, when I listened to the conversation from the camera, uh, I didn't hear uh, um, Sam as actually saying that. But it is one of those cases where, you know, maybe better not even to joke about it just to make sure that people don't get the wrong impression. Um, and better to not, as a county commissioner and known to be a county commissioner, you know, say things that way. So, uh, though I disagree with Chris uh, pretty vehemently about a lot of this, I think there's some merit in that part. That's a, that's a fair thing to consider. David, what do you have coming up, sir? There's some changes coming for medical marijuana. We'll tell you about it after Fox. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. Former President Trump's invited to testify before a Manhattan grand jury next week. It's investigating hush money payments to women claiming they had affairs with him. That invitation is extended to potential defendants for a chance to answer questions before indictment. If Trump himself is charged, it would be the first time a former president was indicted. Trump, who has consistently denied the affairs, posted to his social media platform that this is just another example of a weaponized justice system. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. California's been hit with more rain on the coast, snow in the mountains. It's frightening, and we've had a long winter as it was. (laughs) Enough. She's in South Lake Tahoe, California. Six people and an unborn baby are shot and killed at a Jehovah's Witnesses Hall in Hamburg, Germany. Police say the gunman, a former member, killed himself as officers stormed in and that eight people are wounded, including the mother of that unborn baby. The Labor uh, Department reports 311,000 new jobs created in February. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, 731. It's News Radio 92.3. I'm David Wayne. Right now, it is 70 degrees, mostly cloudy in Pensacola. Well, it could be easier to get your medical marijuana certificate renewed. A House subcommittee yesterday approving uh, allowing doctors to use telehealth to renew medical marijuana authorizations. Republican State Representative Spencer Roach sponsored HB 387. He tells the News Service of Florida that uh, the bill would treat medical marijuana just like it would any other medicine. The former dean of Warrington Middle School is going to have to keep wearing a GPS ankle monitor. That, according to a report from the News Journal, 33-year-old Daryl Laster was in court hoping to have that monitor removed this week, but a judge ruled against the request. Laster charged with several sex crimes, including soliciting sex from a student and lewd and lascivious conduct with a person under 18. Laster argued it's difficult for him to find a new job because of the stigma of the ankle monitor, but prosecutors say his charges warrant him being restricted with a traf- uh, tracking device. Another string of cars being entered in an apartment complex parking lot. Not a matter of if you're going to become a crime victim if you leave your vehicle unlocked. It's a ma- it's when, uh, because they're very convenient. The apartment com- complex is very convenient. Wait, for these- and uh, PPD's Mike Wood there, he says, luckily there were no guns stolen in this latest incident, but one person did leave their keys in their car, and that car was stolen. Wood says all 17 of the vehicles uh, had been left unlocked and uh, reminds everybody to lock their doors every night. Santa Rosa the County Commissioner Sam Parker issued a public apology yesterday after being shown on video using an ethnic slur during a transaction at a local business. At the time that I made the statement, I had absolutely no intent of saying anything offensive or derogatory towards any group of people or any individuals. I'm sorry for the pain or suffering that my statement caused to anyone, and I hope that you'll accept my sincere apology. That statement made at yesterday's Santa Rosa County Board of Commissioners meeting. Hey, golfers, 
Starting this August, you'll have a new place to tee off. The Eglin Air Force Base golf course is going to be opening to the public, and you won't need a DOD ID to play there. The base says that uh, they're going to be using greens fees to invest more into improving that golf course. They currently plan to renovate the clubhouse and their driving range as well. And Rush Limbaugh's Palm Beach mansion is now sold for $155 million. The Wall Street Journal says the 2.7-acre property that belonged to the late talk radio star was quietly put on the market last year. The property has about 250 feet of ocean frontage and 24,000 feet in the main house. Well, if you stream your TV through Hulu, you might notice a little bit of a change in your local station's offerings. They've removed our news partners at Channel 3 WEAR from their lineup. Uh, WEAR reports that they were negotiating with Disney and Hulu to keep the channel on the air when it was removed. Uh, The station is still available, though, on many other streaming platforms and also if you grab an over-the-air antenna. It's 735 right now, News Radio 92.3. Let's get a look at our traffic on the fives with Candy. Hey, uh, it is backed up. Uh, Navy, uh, Naval Oaks, I, I should say, on Highway 98 in Gulf Breeze. Uh, there was an accident near Gulf Breeze Hospital, and as I understand, they're rerouting through uh, the parking lot, but it's backing up a little bit better. It looks like it could be moving, but just at a standstill in some places and most of this is westbound uh, as you're coming from naval live oaks and a lot of naval live oaks i would say you guys are probably just getting that beautiful scenic view because uh, it is just sitting there like a parking lot uh it looks like eastbound could be okay and certainly if you know different or you have a traffic tip text it in but four separate accidents as i understand on 90, 98 on gulf breeze through Naval Live Oaks. Traffic tips 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thank you very much, Candy. Now look at our Channel 3 forecast. We are going to be seeing a cloudy day today with a chance at a few showers. 30% chance of rain overall. We are going to have temperatures warming up near 80 degrees. Overnight tonight, temperatures will be dropping into the 50s as a cold front moves through. For your Saturday, sunshine returns. It will be a beautiful day, mostly sunny skies with temperatures in the low 70s. And by the time you hit Saturday night, temperatures will be dropping into the 50s. Stay connected to Channel 3 News First Morning Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather And right now we've got 70, mostly cloudy in Pensacola, 71 in Gulf Breeze, and 69 in Milton. Our next news at 8, breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3. I'm Jennifer Koshenka with your Money Now. The American Association of Railroads issued a rare advisory Thursday calling for certain rail cars to be taken out of service and inspected. Amid concerns that loose wheels might increase the risk of derailments, the industry group says one of its railroads had experienced three loose wheels on cars designed to carry coiled steel. The association says any cars that have these wheels, which were mounted by National Steel Car, an Ontario-based rail car manufacturer, must be removed immediately from service. Hours before Norfolk Southern CEO Alan Shaw appeared before Congress yesterday, another of that rail operator's trains derailed in Alabama. Around 37 cars came off the tracks in Calhoun County. There were no injuries or leaks reported. An FDA committee has voted in favor of Roach's antibody drug targeting the most common form of non-Hodgkin lymphoma in the U.S., a full decision by the panels expected by April 2nd. On Wall Street, futures are mixed. That's your money now. Ever have one of those awkward moments when a business disappointed you? You got ripped off? Didn't get what you expected? 
The Better Business Bureau can help you avoid these uncomfortable situations. BBB accredited businesses are honest, ethical, and reviewed annually by the BBB. Don't experience another awkward moment with a bad business. Trust the ones that operate with integrity. Look for the BBB seal. It's the sign of a better business. And find a better business anytime at BBB.org. Change. Positive change is happening all around us. Greater Pensacola is growing. And that's why I joined the Greater Pensacola Chamber of Commerce. Join us. The Greater Pensacola Chamber of Commerce. We believe local businesses are the cornerstone of a great community. News Radio 923 is Pensacola's radio home for informative, local, and dependable news and talk. Listen to local talk in your morning and afternoon drive. Local experts during the day with the Pensacola Expert Panel. And national talk with Brian Kilmeade and Dave Ramsey. Listen to local news and Fox News at the top and bottom of every hour. Along with WEAR News during your afternoon drive and at 10 p.m. We have your traffic on the fives during your commutes. And when breaking news hits, we have you covered. News Radio 923, now heard on 95.3 and AM 1620. This is the makeup interview. We were supposed to have Alex Andrade on earlier this morning, and we just, you know, got our wires crossed and didn't get to connect. Uh, or maybe <laughs> I'm going to make an electrician joke. We didn't get our wires crossed. That's why we. Okay, I know. Sorry. No, uh, that, anyway. was good. that was good. <laughs> no, it's not that good. Uh, <laughs> he's our state representative for District 2, the southern half of Escambia and Santa Rosa counties. All the waterfront, basically, he has, uh, plus some other spaces. Alex, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News, sir. Hey, good morning, guys. And uh, yeah, sorry about the last hour. Oh, no worries. No, seriously. I just want to know if you laughed at my electrical joke. I did. Oh, oh good. See? I did. <laughs> True friend. Um, we'll lie to you when it's uh, beneficial. Um, so one of the things that's been making the news, and we want to talk about like the first week of session, because that's why we're having you on every Friday during session like we normally do, because uh, you give such a good summary of the things that have happened. Uh, before we get to that, um, Channel 3 was uh, talking quite a bit, and we've been talking in the news this morning about this uh, Kratom bill. I will be honest, when I see a sign that says Kratom, I just, my brain sees marijuana. Like, I just assume it's basically a drug. I don't want to have anything to do with it. I don't know anything about it. But that's basically where my head is. I know that's not right. But you tell me what you're trying to do with this bill. Well, Andrew, uh, as someone who has not you know, ever tried Kratom, uh, I really could not tell you uh, 100% exactly the the differences between marijuana and kratom but um uh what i can tell you is that regardless of of the distinctions what i'm trying to do is make sure that we don't set up a system uh for the second time in america um that is is botched as horribly as marijuana was so raising the age to purchase for kratom to 21 and then starting the process of making sure that the department of agriculture can test it to make sure it's not poison is something that I think is a good first step to make sure that consumers are protected if they if they are using the product. Yeah, it's an ingestible. Therefore, we ought to regulate it the way we regulate anything that we uh, 
basically sell and tell people it's uh, roughly safe to put in their body. That makes perfect sense to me. Uh, this week, we saw a bunch of uh, statements. You know, we saw, of course, the State of the State Address with uh, Governor DeSantis, and then we saw Kathleen Pasadomo do her first speech on the, the Senate side, and then you had Speaker Renner on the House side. That's where you come from as well. I didn't get a chance to watch either uh, Pasadomo or Renner's speeches, so what did Renner outline in his uh, opening speech to the House? Well, we talked about, you know, law and order. We talked about uh, universal school vouchers for students. Uh, he did. I think one notable thing he did talk about was uh, uh, that he he wants to stop funding Enterprise Florida um, fully. Um, he he kind of just hit the litany about you know lawsuit abuse, talking about tort reform, um, things that we've really come to understand um, need to be addressed. Also talked about you know some of that you know woke stuff, some uh, you know some some you know ex- expanding and and cementing some of the work that we've been doing the past two years in the Florida legislation and education space. Pretty much what you'd come to expect, but if you know if you know the speaker, you know that he's just kind of an, he's an even keeled, very purpose driven, very direct um, person. Um, so the speech was, you know, it was it was very much on brand. It was just you know, it was very direct, very succinct. I was um, I was surprised um, to hear the um, in the governor's not in his speech but in his press conference afterwards he uh, took a question about the voucher plan and it, the way I read his answer was something like this look we don't have to have vouchers for everybody at every income level what we need to do is make sure that the kids who are making a decision and the parents who are making a decision to keep their kids in public school because they can't afford private school and if a voucher will make the difference we want to make sure they have it. But there isn't really a need to make it universal because, and my argument has been with this plan, what does the state get out of now starting to subsidize people who make a lot of money who already send their kids to private school? I don't feel like the state gets anything for that money, and so that should not be a part of it. Some kind of income threshold, something related to the the school grades maybe of the schools in the vicinity. If they're a C, D, or F grade, that's a different situation than if your neighborhood school is an A or a B grade. You know, something to at least save money and not throw it away in this way. Do you still think that the House is bent on this just 100% everybody's going to get it, or is there wiggle room there to cut down on the cost of this program? I think there's always wiggle room. Um, it, this is the first week of session. We got, we got seven more weeks of it, and uh, I, I think there's, there's definitely some more considerations. And the whole point of the committee process and, and a floor process and two chambers is that those, those questions and concerns get hashed out to everybody's satisfaction before anything passes. Okay, well, that's good, because it seemed like when I heard the first hearing on this bill that there was just adamant, you know, no, 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 we're not changing it, everybody gets it. And I'm like, I don't, you know, as a conservative, I don't see the value of that, even though I want there to be a lot of, you know, opportunity for other education. Uh, The defund enterprise Florida is interesting. This is kind of a perennial issue, right? As always, that's on the chopping block. Is it an aversion to having the state spend money on economic development? Is it we've already got enough, you know, like everybody's flooding us. That's the problem. What's the, what's the impetus behind this, this move? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, so the, the speaker renter was, uh, he was in his freshman term when Richard Corkin was the speaker and Richard Corkin was the one fighting to, to like eliminate enterprise Florida and visit Florida. Um, he, he came from that kind of philosophy and, um, you know, enterprise Florida looks a lot different than it did a decade ago. 
um, because of the work that they've done. But, um, yeah, he made the announcement he wanted to stop providing taxpayer dollars to Enterprise Florida. So they're they're still allowed to exist, obviously, but um, he doesn't believe taxpayer dollars should be going to it anymore. So um, we'll see if the Senate agrees, and we'll see how much the governor cares about it um, as we kind of go through the process of negotiating. I had one or two other ones I wanted to get to with you. We're talking to Alex Andrade, our state representative for District 2. Uh, Alex, hang on for just a second. Let's get traffic on the fives from Candy. Four accidents in Gulf Breeze uh, this morning. It looks like at Naval Live Oak certainly used caution there. It's uh, This is going, uh, gosh, uh, westbound um, from Navarre into Pensacola. Naval Live Oaks is just at a standstill right now. There's another accident at Gulf Breeze High School. I know they're rerouting around that parking lot. Certainly use caution wherever you are. If you see an accident or you know different, I four separate accidents, like I said. So caution there. 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Back to uh, State Representative Alex Andrade. Alex, uh, as you and I had many conversations last session about this, we have a uh, resurrected zombie version, my words, of uh, a bill that I hated passionately last year that is now SB 170 and is again this idea that when you're going to pass a law, you have to have a business impact statement. The businesses can challenge it. The law goes on pause pending a quick expedited review, which is going to shuffle around the court docket. Uh, And then, you know, if the business wins, there can be legal fees paid for them. But it's basically a way to get businesses to be able to thwart local legislation that they believe is going to adversely harm their bottom line. Being called the preemption bill to end all preemption bills, I think it's the end of all local rule, basically. But you and I disagreed about this before. Have you seen this bill, and do you have less concerns about this one than last year? What's your position on this? I haven't. I'll tell you, I've been a little bit swamped uh, with uh, with everything going on. Uh, unless a bill has been, been set an agenda on my committee, I haven't been able to read it. Um, uh, we should be releasing our budget in the next couple weeks. And uh, I got the higher ed bill and the defamation stuff and my other bills coming up next week so um what just because you have just because you have a budget and two nationally uh, (laughs) newsworthy bills you you think you don't have to read all no i'm kidding (laughs) that's great oh no i i I would love to it's just it looks like it's going through state affairs and stuff and uh, i haven't been able to see it yet i i don't think i'll see it until it hits the floor okay Um, that's house bill 1515 on the house side uh that's companion to 170 um jay trumbull is the sponsor on the senate side and then uh robert brackett is the sponsor on the house side but um uh yeah no uh i haven't read it yet i will look at it uh obviously um but uh, i i mean you can you can look and assess kind of like the voucher thing right like like uh i honestly think that the bigger concern is making sure that students going to charter schools are getting quality education there's some type of absolutely you know some type of accountability that that met like the it has to be reported to the state. We know that our taxpayer dollars aren't being wasted. I think mean, the bigger waste would be if we didn't have some type of accountability versus, you know, a millionaire getting getting a voucher. No, I um, I, I agree with you. Know, you. So yeah, if we if we waste the money on the rich kids, but in exchange we get great education for the poor kids, I'll take that. But if uh, we waste money on the rich kids and we don't even get good education for the poor kids, definitely no. <laughs> no, I, I, I that's a very that's a very good way to raise the concern. Last one, um, just on housing, because this has been such an issue this year, because Florida's awesome and everybody wants to live here, uh, and therefore we have a shortage of housing. Um, I know the Senate and the House have both been working on this. Have you had a chance to pay attention to any of the proposals that are related to helping alleviate the housing crisis? 
Uh, I have not seen them yet, but I can tell you that, uh, I mean, so it's my budget that a lot of that money is going to be coming out of. So I can tell you I've been working on the budget side. Okay. Okay. All and right. I can't and wait yet... to share what that budget's going to look like in, in, in a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair enough. I appreciate it. Um, no, I know the stuff you're working on is a lot to keep track of for sure. Uh, Alex Andrade, he is our state representative for District 2, and especially being a new dad, which, you know, we haven't talked much about that. But, uh, you know, I know it goes back, you know, a month or two now, but uh, still congratulations. Uh, it's <laughs> I'm sure life is not less complicated now, obviously. Uh, Alex Andrade, thanks so much for the time this morning. We'll talk to you again next week. Thanks, you bet. 749 here on News Radio 92.3. If you're 64 turning 65 and you're trying to understand what the transition over to Medicare is going to be, listen, that's why you call Ricky Stewart. She's just she's such a sweetheart. She really is. And she knows this stuff cold and she's helped so many other listeners just like you figure this out. Uh, I know because I get the messages back from them and how awesome she is. And look, if I were 64, I'd be calling her. Okay, so in 12 years, I, you know, I will call her. Um, but if you got questions about, you know, supplement and, um, uh, you know, whatever program I'd apply to you and drug benefits and if you qualify for Medicaid and what is advantage, I mean, all of these things, she has the answers. It's very easy, but it can feel stressful, especially if other people are trying to, like, pressure you right now, which can often happen. So give Ricky Stewart a call. Ricky Stewart Insurance. You can just look her up or just call 341-2185. Tune in today at 10 to the Pensacola Expert Panel when Dr. John Stevenson, Associate Vice President of Student Affairs at Pensacola State College, will be on the show. He'll be discussing priority registration, student life, athletics, financial aid sessions, pirate path, and what's new at the Pensacola State College. That's all today at 10 on the Pensacola Expert Panel with Dr. John Stevenson from Pensacola State College. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Hey, when it comes to heating or cooling your home, you got a lot of choices for HVAC maintenance, repairs, or replacement. You want to pick up that phone and know that you're going to get the right service, the right people. That's Peden Air Conditioning, Heating, and Electrical. Their focus is simple. Quality service, quality installation, best products in the industry. Top of the line. That's the idea. Look, you're probably not cranking your AC on full-time yet, but you will. <laughs> it's Pensacola. You will. And when that happens, you want to make sure that it's going to work, that it's going to work efficiently, and that it's going to keep on working through the entirety of the summer season. That's why you do the checkup now. You do that basic preventative maintenance to make sure it works properly. So call Pete and Air Conditioning today. Set up an appointment to have your system inspected. Remember, if you need AC worker replacement, call Pete and Electrical issues, call Pete and Offices here in Pensacola at Ellison Field or in Destin, Fort Walton, and also Panama City, 855 376 1534 or online at peden.com, P-E-A-D-E-N.com. And right now, through the month of May, of uh, March, they've got a special that you are they're waiving all their diagnostic fees on HVAC plumbing and electrical services. So give them a call, set up an appointment. That is only during the month of March, but they will take care of you at Peden Air Conditioning and Heating. When you were 18, you spent your spring break in Cancun. The party was legendary, and you speak of it often, even though you don't remember half of it. The geeky kid who sat across from you in math class stayed home, practicing calculus. You made fun of her. A lot. That is, until last year, when you owed the IRS a lot of money and called the certified public accountants at Benakis & Associates. And she answered the phone. Who's laughing now? The number crunchers at Benakis & Associates live and breathe accounting and tax preparation. It's practically in their DNA. When you need to know what the heck a Form 656-PPV is, call Benakis & Associates. When you need a QuickBooks Pro Advisor, call Benakis & Associates. When you need someone who practices long division for fun, 
Call Benakis and Associates, now in the historic district on 120 South Alconies and online at flacpas.com. Benakis and Associates, leave the numbers to the experts. Each Sunday at 7.30 a.m., the Bible Baptist Bookstore of Pensacola, Florida brings you Theological Seminar with teacher Peter S. Ruckman, founder and president of the Pensacola Bible Institute. He will teach you what the Bible says about the subject, not merely what it is presumed to teach. Tune in this Sunday at 7.30 a.m. for Theological Seminar with Dr. Peter S. Ruckman, brought to you by Bible Baptist Bookstore on News Radio 92.3 a.m. 1620. The following message is sponsored by the Florida Department of Elder Affairs, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Sarah is 64 and loves to garden. Recently, her health insurance ran out, leaving her worried about more than just weeds. She called the Elder Helpline and spoke with a volunteer shine counselor about her options. There, she received free, unbiased counseling on health insurance for those on Medicare. For more information or to volunteer, call 1-800-963-5337 or go to floridashine.org. News Radio 92.3, 95.3, AM 1620. Stream online at newsradio923.com or download the News Radio Pensacola mobile app. There are two kinds of women high maintenance and low maintenance. And Ingrid Bergman is low maintenance? And LM, definitely. Which one am I? You're the worst kind. You're high maintenance, but you think you're low maintenance. Good morning. 7.55 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, uh, vampire. Uh, <laughs> it's a Lost oh, Boys soundtrack. It is Lost Boys soundtrack. Uh, That's right. NXS and Jimmy Barnes. Yeah. All oh, right. Yeah, 7.55. Let's go to you, Candy, for, uh, oh my gosh, there's traffic coming into the bridge. What do you got? Oh my goodness. It is awful. This is uh, westbound traffic, and there are four separate accidents in Gulf Breeze. One near the hospital. They're rerouting through that parking lot, as I understand, to get around. And it looks like it, it is moving now, but very, very slow. Slowly, and it's mostly through Naval Live Oaks. And again, this is westbound. So, uh, caution there, caution certainly uh, wherever you are. It uh, looks like the accident at the Atmore cutoff has been moved off to the side uh, into the Tom Thumb. And uh, if you see an accident or have another traffic tip, please text it in 437 1620 News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. Yeah, the uh, Highway 98 looks like a little red and dark red dotted line. Like there's just all of these. It's pretty. It's all over the. <laughs> yeah, no. My gosh, I'm so sorry. All right, uh, David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines david norfolk southern railway has uh, identified an issue now with wheels on some newly made train cars this was found during the derailment probe in ohio in a statement the company says wheels on uh, specific models and series of specialized cars have been determined to be loose or show unusual movement uh both of those were on cars included in the springfield train and some others they own uh, the American Association of Railroads has released an advisory to all rail carriers asking them to stop using the, those cars. Actor Alec Baldwin says he wants his day in court to answer to charges in the death of cinematographer Hanya Hutchins. She was killed, of course, in that Rust movie set shooting in New Mexico. And a, a stink bomb has been blamed for sending several elementary school students to the hospital in Chicago. Fire officials say a harmful spray was released in, the, in a classroom yesterday morning at an elementary school there. 
Three students had to be taken to the hospital, and uh, apparently there were 13 students and one adult who refused medical treatment at the scene. All right. Wow, yikes. All right. Uh, thanks so much for the update. By the way, I saw a... Uh, I was, I was just watching TV, and you see all kinds of weird things pop up on TV, and they were showing file footage from the the, the Rust movie where Alec Baldwin is like rushes out of the church and he's shooting a gun. It looks so terrible. <laughs> like his, I know. His use of the gun just looks so completely inept. I mean, if those, um, if that the, the lady from St. Louis that was waggling her gun around when the protesters were marching in front of her house, like I think she'd be better than his character in that shot. So, oh, the I mean, mimes. Yeah, yeah, like I know. I, I mean, I <laughs> right. know it's a serious thing because somebody and all that, but I, I just know. I watch it and I'm like. Good Lord, I wouldn't even have cast Alec Baldwin for that role. Anyway, um, 7.57 on News Radio 92.3. Oh, we did get some good education. This is tongue-in-cheek coming from me from the vice president recently. I mean, one of the young leaders was talking to me about climate mental health. I said, tell me what's going on with your peers. Stop. Climate mental health. No. And she talked. I said, I think I understand that, but unpack it for me. Unpack the climate mental health thing for me, if you would, please. And she talked about how... Her peers are thinking about it. One example is, you know, whether when they're ready, could they start a family? Worried about what that would mean and the stress of it. By the way, this is a real thing. I mean, this is genuinely, there are people who are like, I don't know if I want to bring a kid into this world. It's so hard and we're ruining it. It's so hot. And will there be any water left for them in the future or land to live on? Really? They were talking about it in terms of their peers trying to figure out you know they're going to have to get a job and they're going to have to make a living but what can they do and how can they adapt the education that they're having now to their activism <laughs> i just i can't i can't okay so here's serious thought if you repeatedly propagandize young impressionable emotional children with the idea that the planet is being slaughtered by their cars and pig farts and their breathing, and then they come to the fearsome conclusion that, oh my God, how do I live my life? What's the point? Should I start a family? You cannot be surprised. You made the mental anguish. Listen on air at 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. News Radio 92.3. WNRP Golf Freeze, Milton, Pensacola. An apology from Commissioner Sam Parker at the yesterday's Santa Rosa County Board meeting. We'll have that story and more right after this update from Fox News. Less hiring, more unemployment. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. That's in the February report just out. 311,000 new jobs created, down from about a half a million in January. But that was more than expected, and so was this. The unemployment rate inched up to 3.6%. The expectation was that it would stay at 3.4%. Investors are looking to this data for clues into the health of the economy, and so is Fed Chair Jerome Powell, who has said he'd be looking over the February numbers, along with next week's Consumer Price Index and Producer Price Index reports as he considers how much to raise interest rates at the next Fed meeting. Well, as Fox's Lillian Wu, former President Trump's been invited to testify next week in New York City, where a grand jury's considering a possible indictment over alleged hush money paid to keep porn star Stormy Daniels quiet during the 2016 campaign about a past affair that the former president denies having. Posting on social media, he did nothing wrong, and it's a witch hunt. Our country has become the investigation capital of the world, Actually, that's all we do, and it's only good for our 
Many enemies are enemies that are laughing at us all over the world. Disbelief and grief for the families of the two Americans returned to the U.S. after they were murdered in Mexico by drug cartels. And Del Brown and Shaheed Woodard, whose father says... Crazy to see your own child you know, taken from you in such a way, you know, on a violent way like that, when he didn't deserve it because he was, he was, he was a sweetheart. A letter purportedly from the Gulf Cartel apologizes for the incident and said five men had been left for authorities to deal with. That's Fox's Jessica Rosenthal. The two friends of those two who survived the kidnapping are now in Texas. In Hamburg, Germany, a pregnant mother survived a shooting rampage at a Jehovah's Witnesses place of worship. Her unborn baby did not. Six others were killed and the gunman killed himself. America's listening to Fox News.